from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. George Camel, Ramsey personality, YouTube celebrity, is my co-host today. His uh, YouTube show, George Camel, just surpassed the first 100,000 subscribers. We got the little YouTube button in. We got the whole uh, little plaque they send you when the you little, hit 100,000. Placky poo. Very kind. All the subscribers out there and people watching every week. The fastest show to go to 100,000 in the Ramsey Network on YouTube. Did it faster than anybody. I'm not very fast in life, so it's nice that I beat uh, beat y'all to something, Dave. Hey, you got there quick. The team has done an incredible job making this entertaining, fun, and, of course, informative and helpful. Casey is with us in Amarillo, Texas, to start this hour. Hi, Casey. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave and George. How are you? Better than we deserve, brother. What's up? Well, I'm a little embarrassed because this is really going to showcase my ignorance of the subject, but I've got a few questions about the national debt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've heard, but we are in debt a little bit. <laughs> I heard but, the rumor. <laughs> yep. So I've got three questions for you. Okay. The first one is, who do we owe this thirty-three trillion dollars to? Mm-hmm. The second one is, why as a country did we borrow it in the first place? Mm-hmm. And the third one is, is it even possible or logical for our federal government to pay off this debt and operate debt-free? Those are great questions. Um, well, who we owe the money to or whoever bought the Treasury bills are called T-bills. And the Treasury of the United States issues a bond. And if you buy that bond, then the, that means that if I bought a, I don't know, $100,000 Treasury bond, that means the United States of America owes me $100,000 if I bought that bond. And it pays me a certain interest rate. Now, I know they're never going to pay the bond. Uh, or if they do, they're going to pay it by issuing another one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which is if it actually ever does come due, that's how they do it. They'll issue another set to cover the ones that are coming due. But I also know that I can sell that bond at any moment because the uh, the credit rating of the United States of America is still strong. Okay. So that's how they finance it. And the danger is when foreign countries or uh, foreign entities of any kind, wealthy uh corporations in foreign into in foreign countries buy up a bunch of that that means the united states is in debt say to china as an example deeply in debt to china it's a little dangerous uh politically uh but the, it's not like they can call the debt or it's not like they can repo kentucky so it, it's you know it's okay so but um in that sense it's not dangerous but it's just kind of creepy you know what i'm saying so yeah. th- your second question was can or your third question was can we ever pay it off your second question was what oh why why did we go in debt well we went in debt because just because like normal like regular human beings we spent more than they made when the revenue coming in from taxes and other things won't cover the expenses of highways and military and forty five thousand dollar toilet seats and a billion dollars to this country and eight billion dollars to that country and supplies uh, which we do pretty regularly. We give billions and billions and billions away overseas. When we don't have the income in a year, the amount that we're short revenue is short, is not enough revenue to cover the the outgo, the budget. The difference is called the deficit, and uh, the amount that we borrow has gone up every year. 
because we keep going for we keep uh, spending not just spending more than we make but every year spending more than the more than we make we raise the amount that we're going into debt so when they say they cut the deficit all that means is is they didn't go over budget quite as much that's all it means you know, so it's kind of a it's kind of an oxymoron on words. And then the last question is, can we uh, get rid of it? Mathematically, we could. I don't think we have the political um, willpower to do it. Because as soon as you tell um, your Uncle Henry who gets a a subsidy because he runs a dairy farm from the U.S. government that he's not going to get that subsidy anymore because we're cutting our expenses, then he's not going to vote for that congressman. And that congressman is going to get get replaced by a congressman who will spend money like he's a drunken congressman, right? Yeah. And so the, the, the people won't they don't they they want to they they in theory a lot of people say I'd like to balance the budget, I'd like to get the the income to at least equal the where we're not going further in debt, but to do that would require cutting a lot of things out. And the problem is we're so far in debt now that a big portion of the budget is just the interest on the old debt. Right. And you can't cut that. You've got to pay that. So yep. where are you going to cut? You're going to cut giving, um, you know, money in the Middle East, money in the Ukraine, uh, money to this country, money to that country. There's a lot of people talk about that. Uh, are you going to cut the military? I mean, those people don't get paid anything anyway. And they put their lives on the line for us. I don't know how to do that. Uh, it just requires this tremendous... Um, the amount of hate that it would generate because of the number of lives it would touch to cut everything necessary to cut to get it down to balance would, I don't know if it, anybody's got the political capital to pull that off either side. I think it'd be the, be the last time that party existed, uh, right now. Cause people have gotten used to being on the government dole one way or another, you know, they're yeah. used to. The, the local government in my county is waiting on $14 million right now to build a highway or to, to redo a road that runs up beside one of my houses. And they've been waiting five years on that $14 million from the federal government, and they won't build the road until the $14 million comes. Meanwhile, the road's a damn, damn goat track. You know, it's awful. <laughs> but, but, but every, and so they're waiting on $14 million from the government instead of the local county handling their own business. And that, it goes that it's that way everywhere. That Everything, times a thousand, you know, waiting on waiting to do the bridge repairs until we get the the government money. Waiting to do this until you get the government, and so everybody's on the dead gum take, and nobody wants to say no. And saying no is the only way you balance a budget. It, when you do it at home, Casey. When I do it at home, the way I live on less than I make is I look at the kids and I say no. I look at my wife and look, and we look at our budget and we go, we can't go on vacation. We're broke people. We got to not be broke people before we can go on vacation. We can't afford that car. Uh, those bass are going to get away because I'm not going to have a bass boat with a motor that big because I can't afford to pay for it. This is what normal people do. We say no. But the federal government has absolutely no ability to say no because everybody wants them to say yes. Yeah. So that's the problem. It's not a math problem. You could actually cut taxes and revenues go up. Art Laffer proved that under Reagan. It's a statistical fact. It's not a political theory. So it actually worked. The Did you see went, Warren Buffett's method to solve this? Uh, yeah, and, and it's a great quote. Absolutely, yeah. I yeah. said I could end the deficit in five minutes. You just pass a law that says anytime there's a deficit of more than three percent of GDP, all sitting members of Congress are ineligible for re-election. 
There you go. You lose your job unless you fix this. Yeah. There's one way to do it. Because you redefine what winning looks like. What does winning look like as a congressman now? Giving everybody free money. And if you made it, what win it, the only way you can stay is if you balance the budget. That's a new way Instead of saying of what winning looks like. Hanging and out with lobbyists. They all would day. learn the new ancient word, the ancient word no. No. You press your tongue towards the roof of your mouth, you release and let air go by. No. George Campbell is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Hey, if you like this show, you can help us out. We'd appreciate the help, by the way. We do need all the help we can get around here. Uh, subscribe. Click the subscribe button. Click the follow button. Click the like button. Share the show. Send somebody a link or some some of the different podcast venues or platforms, some of the different YouTube things. you can. They have a share button where you can just click it, share it real easy with somebody. Hey, I like that clip. I like what they're doing there. You're the only marketing we have, so thank you. And you've been sharing it and telling people about it. We know because our numbers are way up, way up. And we appreciate that because you guys are sharing it and subscribing and doing all the proper things. We appreciate you. That's the way you say thanks here. Otherwise, it's just free. Hey, pretty cool. Elizabeth's in Miami. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. How can we Um, help? So... Let me start with, um, my dad just passed a oh, couple months ago. I'm sorry. And um, I help my mom and my sister with their finances now. Uh, my sister has learning disabilities, and I've been following your plan with her for the past six years. We have her debt-free. Um, she has like $26,000 in the bank because she's saving up to buy a new car. Not, you know, like a new-to-her car. Mm-hmm. Um she has about 29000 in retirement just from her work putting in for her. She wow. makes about 27000 a year. Wow. What's um, the nature of her learning disability? It's in math, actually. But that's why I do all of her finances for her. Okay. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm sorry. She, she has, I'm not aware of an exclusively math disability. What, what is this? I don't understand. It's not very common. Um, it's really... Uh, not a lot of people know about it. She just doesn't understand beyond basic like addition, subtraction. Okay, but so that so that concept, also inhibits her career path, I assume. Exactly. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So and it inhibits her confidence in applying for a different job. So she has a job she's in now. She's been there for eleven years. She's very happy. Okay. She likes the people she works right. with. So you, you've doing. got her in a you've got her in a sustainable mode. Way to go! Yeah, you're a great yeah. sister. <laughs> Thank you. So. Um, with my dad passing, the situation has arised that my mom is, they were married for 50 years and she's uncomfortable living on her own, but she really wants to travel and she doesn't want to leave the house empty. So she came up with the idea that maybe my sister could move in with her and cause she's only going to be there. She only wants to be there for like three months a year. I really want my mom to live with me, to be honest. Um, so <laughs> My sister could sell her house and make about $150,000. She has a townhouse. She's got 50000 left on it, and we could sell it for two hundred. Does it make sense, and there's like a lot, obviously, of nuances in here, for her to take that 150 and invest a huge portion into her retirement, because I'm afraid she's not going to have enough. She's 42. She has this 29000 in retirement, and she's got some health issues, and my dad passed from health issues that are genetic, and I'm just worried about taking care of her 
What's your mom's house worth? 300 and it's paid off. Yeah. She doesn't owe anything on it. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> there's two elements we find from people that build wealth and are able to create a sustainable situation at retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay, one is a paid-for property, and one is a a nest egg. And so you're you're being very wise in how you're going at this, isn't she, George? Yeah. So um, I want that for your sister because if yeah. she does not own a property going into her retirement years because she moved into your mom's house and sold hers, um, she's going to be out of the real estate game. And, um, That's what I was nervous about, too. Yeah, I'm worried about that because, okay, let's fast forward. Let's say your sister's uh, life expectancy is better than you fear, and let's say she okay. lives to 70 or 80, okay? At that point, the number one line item in most people's budget, expense-wise, the largest item is housing, mm-hmm. okay? And when you have a paid-for property, you have greatly reduced the number one expense item. You've stabilized right. it. Like for your mom, in your mom's situation. She's sitting there to pay for a $300,000 yeah. house. What's that give her? Stability. Yes. Because she doesn't have to worry about a stinking house payment with your dad passing, and which mm-hmm. might have forced her to sell the house instead of thinking about traveling. I don't know. I don't know what the rest of the right. nest egg is. But that, that's the thing. So the paid-for house that your mom's sitting on is a beautiful testament to your dad and your mom and how they've managed money, that's a stable thing for your mom going into her golden years. I don't want to take that away from your sister. Okay. I, 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 Could, is it, yeah, I just, I th- I'm going to throw one more wrench into the situation. My mom is saying she's going to leave the house to both my sister and myself. Could my sister just stay in the house after my mom passes and then that becomes her house? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm guessing that, if your mom's traveling nine months a year, there's some money too. There's so I I mean she's legitimately going to live with me for six months and I'm beyond happy about that and my husband is happy. That's not it. travel. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But and she has friends everywhere. So and they all want her to come. Okay, so this is them. not she's got two million dollars in a nest egg and just going to go out and have some fun. Unfortunately, no. Okay. But, <laughs> no. Right, so my question is, does she okay. have three hundred yeah. in addition to the house? She, from what I understand, she's got 175 in investments, and then probably 50 in checking. But then she gets um, pension and Social Security enough to cover more than her bills. Is it just you and your sister? You're the only two siblings. Yes. Yep. Here's what I'm beating around. I'm trying to figure out the math that's fair to you because you've been a wonderful sister, and um, I'd like for your I'd like for your sister to end up with this house. Without having to pay you that, something. No, that's honestly, it would bring me so much comfort to know that she's just taken care of. You know, like it's okay, and we're in a stable place. My husband and I, we're going to be okay. We've got military retirement. I'm really worried that she's so tight on her money and so tight with her retirement right now. And this would just—I mean, it would be world-changing for her. Is a relationship part okay with mom? Um, you hesitated. Uh-oh. My mom is obviously great. I know. You hesitated. Sister, I think that it's, I think it's more um, a, an insecurity for my sister to say, I'm moving back in with my mom. And I told her, I was like, it's really, mom is living with you. 
You know, if she's living there nine months of the year and my mom only comes in for three months just basically to visit and say hi, mm-hmm. it's really my mom is gifting her that house. They're changing her mentality. But I understand. If you want to do a, if you want to make it thorough and legal, you could sit with an estate planner and go ahead and deed the house to your sister with a life okay. estate, with a life estate to your mom, meaning your mom has rights to it as long as she's alive. She could stay there, okay. And you could put in the in the in the write up that your sister is also allowed to occupy the property, um, and then your sister it does own the house. Okay. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. You could sit with an estate planner and do that under the unified estate tax exemption. Uh, you, she could transfer the title on the property over, and not pay a dime on taxes on it. Uh, your sister could sell the house, her house, and dump that money as you said into retirement, no house payment. Yeah, then that starts to work. Uh, unless your mom is going to mess up your sister's progress uh, because she's done so well under your leadership. Yeah, I just keep coming back to that real estate. I like that she's got skin in the game, and I want her to lose that by this situation. If she's going to own this other house, then, then that that solves it. That keeps her in the real estate game. Yeah, you know, that, but I would also ask, what does sister want to do? Yeah. That's part of it. She likes her independence right now is what I heard, too. That's something to deal with. That's a good question. And even though it's quote-unquote her house, I think emotionally, psychologically, and until the deed is changed over, you know, financially. It might be good for your sister's state of mind to go ahead and do the deed with your mom having a life estate. Make it official, not just a promise. Yeah, then then this is your house. And, you know, uh, you're getting your part of the estate now prior to death. And um, then the rest of the money and stuff will come to... Uh, to you, Elizabeth, at that point upon death. And it probably won't be 300 k is what you're telling me. Probably going to be more in the 200 range, depending on what your mom spends between now and then. So, wow. I got to tell you, Elizabeth, that's very noble. You're, you're doing really good stuff there. You're a good person. I'm honored to speak with you. I hope we helped you. This is The Ramsey Show. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the famous debt-free stage. Sean and Glenda are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Dave. How's it going? It's good to to have you guys. Hi, George. Where do you guys live? San Antonio, Texas. Oh, we love San Antonio. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having us. How much debt did you pay off? About $297,000. That'll do. How long did that take? Five and a half years, about 68 months. Wow, good for you. And your range of income during that time? 86,000 to about 212. Wow. Cool. Now, what kind of debt was this? 
It's our house, Dave. You paid off your house. <laughs> Look at the weird people. We are weird. <laughs> Very weird people. I love it. Way to go, you guys. What do y'all do for a living? Well, I'm uh, a fire inspector at JBSA Lackland Air Force okay. Base. Uh, why aren't you on the radio with that voice? I know. Oh my God. Yeah, he does have a sexy voice. Well, I am on the radio when I when I, I have didn't my say radio. Sexy. I didn't <laughs> say radio. <laughs> I said sexy. <laughs> I'm on the fire department radio, so that yeah. counts. <laughs> And I work logistics for um, Lackland Air Force Base. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So I'm retired active duty, but I went back as a civil service. Ah, the well, same thanks, job. Thanks for your service. Yes, thank you thank so you. much. Appreciate it. So you paid off your, what's this house worth? Uh, $404,000. Way to go. How much in your nest egg? It's going to be $965,000. Hey, yes. Yeah. You mean above the four hundred? There's six hundred and something. Yeah. Yes. So you're yeah. right at a million dollars. Close. Close. Oh, you're we're about, we're about forty thousand dollars short. I just declared it. You're yeah. okay. Thank Way you. to go. Thank you. Appreciate Baby that. Baby steps. That's weird. Way check, to check go. Check the stock market in an hour. Maybe you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you two? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. And yes. you got a paid-for house. Yes, sir. And you're millionaires. Yes. And we never owned a house while I was active duty, so that's why took a little longer to actually say hey because i was originally from san antonio we both were yeah i mean so that's i can't believe roots. you waited to your 57 to be rich <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> no time like the present how long how long have you guys been married 32 years yes way to go you yeah. just way to go yeah that's so excellent <laughs> thank you well done okay so what put you on this journey five and a half years ago knock the house out so when i was deployed to the Middle East, which you just came back from, mm-hmm. so it's very hot. Well, it shouldn't have been hot there. No, when you were it wasn't there. hot this, no, time, but this yeah. time. And in the summer, it's bad. The yes, sandbox, yes. Right? When I was there, it was 120 degrees. Yeah. yeah. And there was on the bulletin board for the chapel, a Dave Ramsey Financial Peace Course. I'm like, well, I didn't hear about you about that time. Is it air conditioned? That's what yes. we want to know. Yeah, the yeah. chapel was. Who air cares what the stupid <laughs> course yes, is? Yes, is yes. it air conditioned? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. It started from there, and yeah, he came home, Dave, all fired up about getting out of debt, and I wasn't having it. Uh oh! I said, I'm not having this foolishness. I'm going shopping because truly, I'm the free spirit. He's the nerd. Apparently. But what he did was he started back then. It was your CDs, and he would put the CDs because it actually started in '09 that this happened. Yeah. And we got rid of our consumer debt, but he started playing the CDs in the car on the way to work, and I liked that it was biblically based and that you were funny. So I said, go. okay, yep. I'll go to the, I'll take the class. So she took the class I with took us it and we me. never looked Don't back. Don't like it, but it's Jesus <laughs> yeah. and it's funny. Yes. Yeah, okay. it was yes. Jesus and it's funny. <laughs> and uh, loved it and we never looked back. We hit it straight head on, paid that debt off and wow. yeah. moved to San Antonio, built yeah. a house. And, and I think the, the budget was re- really opened her eyes too. Yeah, the budget. Because that made our standard for never going back into debt again. Oh. We cash flowed four cars yeah. And everything else and is just We recently cash just flow. bought a, a car, cash. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yes. A new to us car. It's a 2021 That's Camry, nice. but yes. new to us. Car. But yeah. yeah. But the, That's a typical millionaire car. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. A two year old Camry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. about what they drive. Yeah. We love it. So we just love that Financial Peace University is just comprehensive. You know, it's from beginning to the end. And we also had the opportunity to um, help facilitate, to coordinate. Yes, with, um, we're coordinating the chaplain classes at Lackland Base. Oh, um, good. Wow. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your story's got to inspire them. When you get up there and you share all of this, they've yeah. got to be like, we're doing whatever uh, they did. Our yes. first class paid off 100 grand of that in the nine weeks that we taught the class. <laughs> so it was a successful class. We were hoping if we could just help one person, that would be enough for us. But 100 grand was paid off in Dang. that first class. Wow, that's Yeah, we great. had a lot of big support system in, at Lackland. That's great. And our and our kids were a big support system too. Wow. Yes. Very cool. 
And we attend many of your live events, so we love the pep rallies. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing when we go to your, your live events. So yeah. we, we've been to one in San Antonio, Houston. Yeah. Louisville, just wherever, wow. kind of where you guys are at. We yeah, kind of like all the photos. Follow you. We're like wow. little stalkers. <laughs> Not <laughs> our first time meeting. Got a John Deloney picture. I was in yeah. the Rachel this is so picture. Fun. This yeah. is everybody. Oh my gosh! Look yeah. at y'all. It was awesome. Way to go, you two. Thank How's you. it feel to be a hundred percent free it's and be amazing. millionaires? It's amazing. We actually took the picture. You should have put that one in there of our feet touching the grass. Yeah. But he didn't have a tan on his feet, so it wasn't a good picture. So. <laughs> I had a farmer's tan on my feet, so yeah. it didn't look good. <laughs> Got a sexy voice, but those white, no, those feet. Those white feet. No, no. I'm just saying. Not a <laughs> foot model. No, not at all. That's, Man. Not, my, that's not my side yeah, but the But the grass did feel different. It was. Well, amazing. you guys have different decisions now. Now, Glenda the Spenda out here, you can Glenda actually spend look with look more confidence. George. Yep. Yes, we're going on a cruise in January. So. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Where's so, the cruise? It's going to go to Honduras and Mexico. Yeah, yes. very yes. good. Very That's excited. a good cruise. Yeah. I'm with a good fun. group of friends, too. So uh-huh. little did you know you're going to have more fun spending on the other side. You're just doing it with cash. Yes. A little more freedom. Everything's, That's even more That's fun. our standard. Everything's cash now. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. We're not going to go below that standard at all. I'm so proud of y'all. Thank you so oh, thank much. You so cool. Thank you so much. Thank you, George. And is your family wealthy? Did you grow up in wealthy families? No, oh, no, 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 not at all. No. So they all looking no. at you like cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. the crazy ones. We're the, yeah. yeah, we're yeah. weird and we're weird, crazy and weird. <laughs> we're trying to bring them along. So yeah. a couple of my nephew Sean, he's he's doing real good. Yep, and your chaplain. He, yeah, and the chaplain Herbs. Yeah, yep, we have a few people. He's the one we're co- coordinating the FPU's class back back yeah. home with. Yes, which is great because it makes you want to do it too. Oh yeah, everybody's yeah. watching. It's so. contagious. Yeah. It yes. is. It's, awesome. it's funny that just working your butt off and living on less than you make is now considered weird. It's like, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. You're not just exactly. spending other people's money? How does yeah. that work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys you're impressive. not irresponsible. You're yeah, weird. Exactly. Because yeah. that's the opinion we get sometimes where you can't do that. You yeah. can't buy a car cash. I'm like, yeah. well, I did it. We kind did of it. just yeah. did for the fourth time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I argue with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. What do you tell people the secret to getting out of debt is? Well, I tell them to take FPU. I like you. I do. I say take FPU. Uh, the budget, zero-based budget, not just the budget, because for years we did a budget. We paid extra on everything, never got anywhere with that. But doing it your way, the zero-based, is what did it for us. Yeah. Yeah. And Because um, I reemphasize that in the FPU course. I say, your personal budget, your truth, your, your budget's not going to lie to you. Your, your income, what you put into your budget is what you're going to be able to do, how to get out of debt, how to pay for items, things that yeah. pop up that, you, you, it's an emergency that happens, but you're ready for it. It's part of readiness. It's inconvenience when yeah, we had an emergency, exactly, which exactly. we had several. We yeah. we cash floor a couple of helped with funerals. Yeah, we had, both of our moms passed away within the last year, mm. so it wasn't a crisis to yeah. plan the funeral. It was just we just did it. We didn't have to worry about you know where are we going to get the money for because funerals are a racket. Yeah, yeah. if you look at it, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just took care of business basically because yeah. since we had enough funds to take care of it yeah we didn't have to worry about stuff like that changes a month paid for exactly. a roof exactly. we did a roof replacement yeah roof repair time roof repair cash so life's still going to hit you but you just got to be prepared for it yeah. that's what man, the you go through their do. class you get it yeah, yeah. Get exactly. i got it too Dial, man this is <laughs> i'm good. ready to pay off some debt and i don't have any <laughs> <laughs> way to go you two hey we've got the live and give box for you it's another fpu membership you'll be able to give that to somebody because you're being such a blessing thank you total money makeover book and baby steps millionaires book which you're you're all of that 
We're okay. so proud of y'all. Well done. Sean and Glenda, San Antonio, Texas. 297000 paid off. House and everything. That's a $400,000 house and almost seven hundred, six hundred, some change in the old uh, in the old retirement. So that's making them baby steps millionaires. They did all of this in five and a half years, making 80 to 212. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free. Love it! This is the Ramsey Show. George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Cassie's in Denver. Hi, Cassie. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um, so, my husband and I are on baby step two um, in the process of paying off our debts. And um, what we discovered before we got married that um, my husband had about $17,000 in student debt. Um, to kind of explain the situation, his parents agreed in, when they got divorced to pay for their kids' college tuition. Um, so at the start of each semester, my husband's mom would send him cash, and his dad would ask that he take out a loan in my husband's name that his dad um, verbally agreed to pay back at the end of um, college, basically. So um, my husband also worked full-time, 40 hours. He ended up getting all of his tuition reimbursed. So at the end of each semester, he would send his mom the cash back and his dad the other half, and he thought he was paying those loans off. But come to find out, he spent that money instead, and now my husband still has $17,000 in student loans in his name with his dad's verbal agreement to pay it back. Well, I think we see why they Uh, got a divorce. Yes, is one of the many reasons um, that he's poor with money. But we not that he borrows money, but he steals money from his kids. I mean, what kind of guy is this? Yeah, and it's kind of hit to the point where we really we're in the we have a four month old. We want to purchase a house soon. Um, The question is, you know, is that debt fall on us or sure? It's in your husband's name. Yeah, exactly. And so, do we delay buying the house? Yes. Pay that off. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. So it's I, as if I'm, you guess, I'm guessing here. your father-in-law, I mean, this guy sounds like a real upstanding twerp. Um, I'm guessing he doesn't have $17,000 to honor his word and pay this off, right? Uh, he lives paycheck to paycheck and probably will for the rest of his life. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, we just trusted that he was going to go through with how this long, whole deal. How, but your husband did all this when he was a kid. He gave your dad, I mean, he's a, high, he's a college kid, right? Yeah. I mean, you're 17, 18, your parents. Yeah finances are your finances yeah you know, he said well he said, so he sent him the he sent him the money back then he didn't send him money since y'all been married correct he sent him the money at the end of each semester yeah, long time ago being paid off yeah yeah so what's your household income uh, about 116 how much money do you have um right now we have you mean like in savings mm-hmm. um so we have our thousand dollar emergency fund and then we're just paying off our other Oh, so you have, you're working a debt snowball? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Cassie. How much other debt have you guys got? Um, so I have about 12,000 students, and then I have 23,000 on a car. I'm actively trying to sell it and get a lesser car, and he has about 10,000 on his truck okay. that we've been snowballing. So. Okay. Well, I'm guessing that this pattern of lack of integrity and irresponsibility has already put a strain on your husband's relationship with his dad. 
not counting Actually, the, no. not, not counting this here. If you just took this out, it was already a strain. No, they haven't. My husband was pretty clueless until I got in the picture. He didn't, you know, he, he's, he's of the mindset. It's his dad's responsibility. It was written. In no, the no, 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 no. You misunderstand me. Yeah. Your, your, your husband's dad is a twerp. <laughs> okay. The student loans, not the first time he was a twerp. Correct. Yes. So I'm guessing that his dad, your dad, your husband was already strained just because his dad doesn't do the stuff he says he's going to do in general. Correct. Yes, he's, and you're right. He has done this before. He yeah, this is not. A, yeah, I mean, he says he's going to be there for Christmas. He doesn't come, or he says he's going to be right. there at six o'clock. He comes at ten o'clock because he just doesn't. Right. He, it, the world revolves around him. It doesn't occur to him that he's supposed to keep his word on right. anything. Yeah, and that's why they're not married anymore. I mean, that, that's you know. So what what I'm pointing out is is the student loan is just a one more brick in the wall uh, of this guy's life. It's because it's very seldom that you'd have this as a standalone issue in his life, in, in the father-in-law's life. So my point is, yeah, put it in. You, you, you owe it legally. You're going to have to pay it. It's not going to go away until y'all pay it. So put it in your debt snowball. I'm so sorry you're having to do that. But then what y'all need to do is step back. And if I'm in your shoes, this pisses me off a lot because mm-hmm. it delays when you get your house a little. And mm-hmm. I would require that um if i'm you i don't require is not the right word i would want uh my spouse to say out loud how bad this is and not just Mm -hmm. act like this is okay if your husband act like this is okay it's going to make you really angry this is not okay (laughs) this is not okay does he still trust that his dad's going to pay this i don't understand yes Yes, he does, How? and he did it for his sister as well, and she, he's actually missed payments on her plan, so her credit got really messed up yeah. from it. There's nothing in the entire story that indicates he's ever going to pay this. Yeah. And so your husband owning that is going to help you relationally with your husband and help you emotionally. If I'm in your shoes, this is me anyway, it's going to help me. Mm-hmm. If my wife, if this is my wife, and she came in, she goes, look, this is awful. I'm so sorry we got to pay this and it's wrong and he's not going to do it. I wish he would do it. I just, he's just not that guy. He's the guy that doesn't do what he says he's going to do. He's that guy. And so it, it, that's for you and your husband because there's nothing. Either one of y'all are going to, is going to change the twerp. The twerp's just a twerp. Mm-hmm. He just is. I mean, he's just over there and you're not going to change him. And no amount of angry is going to make, there's no justice in this story. Mm-hmm. justice will not be done in this story, this side of heaven, right? Because justice would mm-hmm. be the old man paid the bill. Right. But that's nobody in this, within the earshot of our microphones right now, 30 million people listening to this call, none of them think he's going to pay the bill. Your husband's the only right. one. <laughs> <laughs> so he needs to own that for the sake of your all's relationships, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. In other, I'm not asking him to disown his father or never speak to him again. I'm not suggesting that. There's not molestation or something that's occurred here. There's nothing like that. This is just the old man didn't keep his word. Well, right. yeah, that happens a lot, I'm, a, I'm afraid. The old lady didn't keep her word. That happens a lot, I'm afraid. So, But you can love him. Where, you know, He's just that guy over there, and it's just I just love him. In his, but I'm certainly not going to do any business with this guy ever again. Right. 
not going to trust mm-hmm. him with any money, not going to send any money to him. Well, you know, you're $17,000 in the hole to me. Let's just start the conversation there. Yeah. But So yeah. the reality is you guys are in 62000 of debt, your debt. You make 116, and this is a solvable problem. It's yeah. gonna, but it's going to delay your home purchase by a few years. Yeah, well, not even. A, but Maybe 18 months yeah. is what it's going to take to get rid of all this debt. And unless you sell the car, it will happen even sooner. So. Yeah. yeah it's, um, you're going to get there. there. You're going to get there. It's just... But it's like you got scammed, is what it feels like. Yeah, it's so I got emotional. scammed, I'm out the money, and, it, and I still have I to move forward. I didn't just get scammed. I got scammed by my dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. The person who's supposed that's to love the, me the and protect me. The very one that's supposed to not. It's like these parents that steal their kid's identity. It's a certain level of scum. It's a whole other level of scum. When you steal your own kid's identity, and you go open accounts in your kid's name, oh, my God. That's just, this guy didn't do that, but he, he's just a He's in the same bucket, you know? And it's just awful. Oh, I'm so sorry. But the, the, the problem is when we get into these things, you get right down to the facts. The facts are, Cassie, that your husband has a student loan in his name. And no one's going to pay it if y'all don't. So you're in debt. So you got to clean it up. That's the facts. But the emotion around the facts is just nasty. Mm. Well, and the whole situation from the beginning just sounded complicated and sketchy. It was like, well, you take the down in your name and I'll, I'll get you. You make the uh, yeah. Once you so, say that right there, you can you can see what's coming. If Dad's not willing to take out the loan for himself, he wasn't willing to take on the risk, and he was not willing to pay. Well, yeah, he yeah. didn't have the money, yeah, and he doesn't now. He blew it somehow. And Mom's over here handing cash, and he's handing her cash back. Oh my gosh! And yeah, you could tell, tell what happened. Situation. What happened that marriage? That's just awful. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Integrity shows up in everything, and it shows up. It always shows up as a pattern, not a singular event. And that's what you're looking for. That's why I was saying that about... It wasn't the first time, and it won't be the last. No, no. It's not going to be the last time he doesn't keep his word on something. That's the problem. Stinks. Ouch. Ouch. Some people's parents. Mm. This is The Ramsey Show.